This show is being broadcast on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning here in Winnipeg. Oh, goodness, where we're going to get you to work as quickly as we can here. Make sure you take a few extra minutes on the road this morning. Uh, Jasmine Lane is here. Tyler Carr is here. We're all looking good. We feeling good? Yeah. Are you Always. feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling great. Why? Oh, good. I don't know. You I'm asked me. Back. You asked me, so I asked you back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to get into a, a few different topics today of um, interest. I think there's a couple of rules that have been changed here in Canada that we'll get into for the early morning crowd. Uh, J- Tina. Tina was out doing some hooping yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or over the weekend, I should yeah. say. We'll get into that uh, as well. We have a $25 gift card to Uptown Alley coming up if you like the bowling. That and a whole lot more here on a Tuesday edition of Wheeler in the Morning. Let's go. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. If I said the name Winnipeg Cyclone, would you know what I was talking about? It's, a, it's, no. ba- it's basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It was a uh, professional basketball team that was here in Winnipeg until the early 2000s and the league folded. It was part of the IBL, the International Basketball League. And it's funny, there has been no professional basketball in Winnipeg since then. There is a professional league that's kind of been on hiatus. Uh, It's a four-team league in Ontario. It's considered a professional league, but kind of semi-pro by anyone else's standards. But there was a feasibility study done saying that if there ever was to be another professional league uh, outside of the NBA in North America, Winnipeg would be earmarked for a team. Yeah, I can see that. The, yeah, well, well, I mean, it's it's easy to see that from all the different like rec teams and rec leagues that happen across the city. Like, there's there's so, a lot of interest. And there's a lot of talent. It still disappoints me that we lost the uh, Vancouver Grizzlies to Memphis, but uh, they were just a bad bad basketball team. Unfortunately, luckily the, the Toronto Raptors survived. But yeah, I think there's room to expand. Yeah, absolutely, I think there's room to expand. And Tyler Carr was making his best bid to go <laughs> to go pro yesterday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. So I do want to give a big shout out to ISL Hoops Academy, my buddy Tristan, uh, who's a big part of that. It is a uh, it's two guys that basically like basketball, and then they wanted to start this league to kind of teach kids and young adults the sport and to give them a safe and a really affordable place to uh, play basketball. Like These guys really have turned this into something really beautiful here in the city of Winnipeg. So I, I got a lot of love for both of them and, and everybody involved with that. You know, basketball was something I really enjoyed playing growing up. I played it for 11 years and then I wow. took a, a very long break after that, just uh, getting into college and into radio. I really didn't play. So they, you, like, now Listen, I'm, I'm guessing you weren't a power forward by any stretch. Were you a shooting guard or a point guard? I was a point guard. I was, okay. the, I was the quick little kid that that ran up as fast as possible to get the ball up. You know, like that was my vibe. But it was just really nice because Tristan reached out just before the holidays and said, hey, we're doing kind of this game. Uh, it'd be really nice if you and a couple people from the radio station could come out and play with us. So, of course, I jumped on that opportunity, no pun intended, and I wanted to be a part of that. So yesterday we got to do that at the Elmwood Community Center. And uh, first of all, gorgeous community center. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Uh, second of all, it was so nice to be back on the court with so many young uh, adults and and kids that really love the sport of basketball. We played a full game, like four quarters. I was winded, I was exhausted, and I realized quickly that twenty seven year old knees do not work <laughs> like my old knees used to work. Because uh-huh. after that, I was like, okay, I gotta gotta stretch my leg for a few hours here. But yeah, yeah and you're just, probably probably about another good twenty five 
pounds heavier than you were back in high school, oh. and it's all muscle. So were you? Uh, did you become a power forward? Listen, I wasn't. I wasn't. Were you posting back. up against uh, I, against the junior high kids? I was. I was throwing down against the junior high kids. I wasn't giving them any no opportunities. Easy treatment. To, no. And you know it's so funny. There was. I, I believe his number was twenty something, and he was on the court. I, I wish I knew his name. He came up to me. He's like, oh, "I got this guy. I've got one oh six. I was like, "Okay, well, my number's twenty, but I get what you're doing. We got beef. You and I, we got beef tonight." And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You want Tina? You, you got yeah, Tina. You got Tina on the court now, Mister. And it was so funny because he boxed me up and he nudged me, like actually pushed <laughs> me. And I went, "Excuse me." And he's like, "Why? Well, I thought you could handle all the hits." Whoa! Come on, <laughs> yo! That's a great line. Why okay. did he have to use it on you? I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, <laughs> I literally was like, "Okay, so you're amazing." And now I, I mean, you win. Like, I, I can't do but anything. You can take all the hits that's classic <laughs> it was that's so good really funny. it was so good okay but i got another quick little story for you so uh halfway through the game you know there's always a dramatic story uh i got nudged by they were getting kind of rough on me not gonna lie but they were getting like up hey in man, my if you're gonna spend time in the yeah. paint you're gonna get painted amen and mark morris was there from hot 100.5 he was calling like plays and we didn't know what they meant but we were like okay <laughs> but uh one of the kids actually nudged me a little bit and and i kind of jolted to the right and one of my contacts popped out of my eye while I was what, playing. What? Yeah, but it was wild because it popped out of my eye and then I saw it falling. I grabbed it. I literally grabbed it as it was falling and then I had my con- I finished the play with my contact in my right hand and then when the whistle blew I was like I-, I I need a minute. I had to run to the bathroom, get my contact back in and I was still out before the game started again. Did you get so. called for flagrant contact? No. Ah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a, yeah, that's awesome though, man. Honestly, that's yeah. uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad you got out. I'm glad uh, I, well, you had to I play think, a little hoops. I, I think a lot of us go through that where we were very passionate about something maybe in high school or growing up, and then we kind of don't do it for a long time. And then that time you get to do it again, it is like riding a bike, and that passion kind of sparks back up. And I really did you get bit. I, I really fell back in love with basketball again. Nice. I truly did. It felt really good. I left feeling very happy and very I don't know. I just felt like I was in a good positive mood after. You know what? Well, it, that's uh, it's very similar to uh, I think how a lot of people people feel when you just go out and like do something really fun like yeah it's so easy to just sit on your couch and be like eh, i'll do it another day but then when you actually make the effort to get out there you and do good. it it feels so good tyler carr i have to thank you a lot for something like that in my life like the summertime playing as much tennis with you and stuff it was like so that good. yeah so much fun being active and, yeah. and whatever and if it's you're so able healthy to, is, yeah it's and it, super fun it's just nice too because even at the end you know uh the guy on the mic was like you know thanking tristan and everybody that put it on because all of these kids they haven't had a lot to look forward to in the last two years and these guys mm. have really went out of their way to make an active fun and safe environment for everybody uh, during the pandemic mm-hmm. so really shout out again to hoops academy like you guys are doing something really incredible in our city and i'm so happy that i got to be a part of that yesterday well listen since we're talking hoops i didn't get a chance to mention this in sports this morning but the raptors got a 105 101 win yesterday fred nice. scored 32 and pascal siakam got 29 points so there you go i know we got a lot of raptors fans out there i don't include them in my sports every morning but yeah we got a lot of hoops fans out there Carter Chen, by the way, playing intramural ball. You should hit him up. He'll get you on a team. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Carter Chen, let's be on a team, please. We can go for burgers after every game. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what?
sponsored by Vernas Auto Body. You can find them at the top of the waterfront. Full mechanical and courtesy cars are available. You are part of the family at Vernas Auto Body. Living with roommates is tough. It is, but it's something that a lot of us go through when we move out of Mon Paz. Um, you know, you gotta then have to deal with your roommates. Are they taking your laundry detergent? Are they taking your ketchup? Are they taking your sriracha? Are they going into your room without permission? There's a lot of issues there. Outside and of family members, how many roommates have you had in your life? Me? Um, So I used to have a house, and when I had a house, we had two different people that lived in our basement at one point in time, but that was for over, like, two years. But other than that, it's just just been me. T-Car? Four. Can you name them? Uh... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but we, we don't need to yeah, get into that. Bob, Bobby, yeah. Bobberta, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I mean, I count my sister because once we moved out into Calgary, we lived together as roommates for a little bit That's as well. So, fun. so I would love that, to live. That with, was really nice. My sister, yeah, that was nice. About it. Yeah. Can I go through mine real quick? I'm gonna yeah. see if I can if I can get all these count these count these out for me. Okay, I'm just gonna okay. say them by name. Uh, Trevor Rounce. Last and, names too. Oh yeah, if I can. Yeah, Trevor Rounce when I was 16 years old playing hockey in Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, okay, so there was Trevor Rounce, and then there was Parker Knox, Kenny Mensa, um, Jason Benoit, Shane Kingston, Heath Gabrish, uh, Jenna Appleyard, Leah Hextall, Jesse wow. Peters. This is too many. I think it's uh, oh, uh, Jesse Schultz. Uh, at 10. I think it's at how many? How many was that? Ten. Ten. Okay. Yeah. That's unacceptable. So I feel you. I feel you. I know what the roommate thinks yeah. like. Lots yeah. of different circles. Sometimes you find people that you live with, though, where everything's really great. But uh, there is a 20-year-old woman who posted on Reddit recently, and she shares a house with three other women. And she started to notice that some of her stuff was going missing in the fridge. So, and this is including, like, drinks, food, condiments, all that stuff. So she was kind of like, okay, like, you know what? If you run out of your own ketchup and you want to use mine once in a blue moon, that's fine. But now I'm at the point where, like, my stuff is completely gone and you haven't replaced it. And that's kind of an a-hole move. So I need to get to the bottom of this. So she installed a fridge camera to see who it was that was stealing her groceries out of the fridge. And this is shocking because Reddit actually completely turned on her and said that she was absolutely in the wrong for doing that. She totally messed up. And they were totally on the side of her roommates solely because she was filming her roommates without their knowledge or permission and uh, was doing it to kind of like catch them in the act. Like everybody's like, why didn't you just send a text in your group chat? Like, like you had to go to the extent of buying a camera and filming people and not telling them that is a, that is wow. A- in this day and age where you get filmed at every street corner come on really <laughs> also it, it was it, mad it could have just been as simple as sending a message being like hey so i've noticed things are going missing i'm installing a camera yeah it's when you open the fridge and uh i don't take my stuff yeah well even that you could even say that and not install a camera that would spook me away 100%. yeah and this is over ketchup no it was over like a bunch of stuff she had food and drinks that were being stolen that's so, annoying. Geez. That is annoying, I, though. There's nothing worse than thinking you have something in the fridge and opening it, and then somebody gone. takes it. That's Man, terrible. Me nor my roommate Andre Martel ever stooped to that level, and we would steal each other's girlfriends. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> this is the Newsbeat. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. A lot of changes are being presented to the city this week. Pet owners specifically, listen up, or if you're planning mm. on getting a pet, this is going to affect you. 
First, though, after some worse than what we remember from last year road conditions with these huge ruts on major routes, which is uh, pretty uncommon. Usually you see that in some back lanes or areas that aren't as commonly traveled. But if you've been driving down like Pemina, downtown, anything like that lately, there have been these insane ruts in the road um, where it's just really uneven. It's caused a lot of people to slide out when they're switching lanes. Tyler Carr and I had a scary incident yesterday when we were driving around trying to make a lane change and we ended up swerving all over the road because we got stuck in these ruts. Um, but crews are finally starting to clean them up and make the roads flat again. Cordon Avenue was one that I saw being worked on this morning, so uh, there's some good news for you, news for you there. No more speculation. Bill Murray has said that he is playing a villain in the next Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Why is there another Ant-Man movie? Well, this one's Quantum Mania. Uh, they uh, licensing rights because keep in mind in the '90s Marvel was really struggling and they had to sell off a lot of the rights. It's the reason why Sony owns Spider Man. So there are certain they're using Quantum the Quantum Realm instead of using the Microverse, which is owned by another studio. Mm. So yeah, Ant Man has been very integral as far as the storyline. I like Ant Man. I Ant Man was one of the first like Marvel type movies that I ever watched. Weirdly enough. And I actually did. I liked it. It's a good movie. Ant Man sure. and the Wasp was subpar. It was, and it yeah. got that way because it was in between uh, Infinity War and Endgame. But uh, still, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. I think Ant Man. I think Ant Man deserves his uh, his uh, time in the sun. More Paul Rudd. Let's get it. Sexiest man alive. Yeah. There is a beautiful new warming hut at the Forks that is honoring our missing and murdered indigenous women and girls and two-spirit people. It's called the Rainbow Butterfly. It was actually, this is really neat. It was a joint project between U of W students, and then it ended up moving into them involving the families and everything. Um, it's supposed to represent a, a red dress. Um, I also just love having warming huts there. And then to have one as well where there's like a QR code that you can scan that will give you more information on everything that's going on. Um, I just think is really, really wonderful for recognition, for having people learn more about it as well. Um, and it also is stunning. So very local, big fan that that is up. Spread the word. Uh, it has been in the works for a while now, but for pet owners, some things are uh, going to be changing to the responsible pet ownership bylaws, bylaws that you must adhere to. Uh, some of the proposed changes include breeding permits needed for people selling and giving away cats and dogs. I'm looking at you people on Kijiji. Uh, also, giving animal shelters the green light to spay and neuter pets that are unlicensed before returning them to their owners if they're found. That is a really big one. So if your pet goes missing, and they are not fixed and they get picked up, they could have the right to do that for you. I'm a little curious who fronts the bill for that, though. Like, uh, as a pet owner, when you go to pick up your pet, is it, are they just going to be like, hey, by the way, you owe us $200 because we fixed your pet without telling you like that's i don't understand that part of it but uh, whatever uh doggy daycare standards will also be increased in the banning of pets and vehicles if the temperature is hotter than plus 22 or 10 below uh there are also a number of suggested changes to traps including the banning of outdoor glue traps and uh body hold traps so uh yeah we will see body if, hold traps that what would is be that would be more so like if you're actually like hunting like let's 
I'm trying to think oh, of something. Like if you, okay, I got gotcha. you. Like those ones that they run into and get stuck in and stuff, those gotcha. aren't going to be allowed. Um, if this passes, of course. So we will keep you updated on that. Newsfeed is sponsored by Frank's Pizza. Now with three locations, Frank's Pizza uses Bothwell cheese and makes it the way you like it. For takeout or delivery, visit frankspizza.ca. Okay, we're about an hour away from me telling you about Novak Djokovic and the latest on that saga as the Serbian tennis star is still in Australia. Will he play in the Aussie Open or not? I'll tell you about that next hour. I've got a really cool story about Tom Brady that I'll tell you about here in a second. But first, a little college football for you. Uh, The national championship went down last night and the Georgia Bulldogs vanquished rival the Alabama Crimson Tide. Number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. How about that for a name? The Alabama Crimson Tide. Sounds like a superhero. Pretty intense. Kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Bulldogs beat them 33-18 in the college football playoff title last night for its first national title in 41 years. The Bulldogs, who are 14-1, and hadn't won a national title since, and the old people will remember this, way, this name, since freshman Herschel Walker led them there in 1980. Woo! Starting quarterback Stetson Bennett. How about that for a name? Stetson. You named after a really bad cologne. Wow. <laughs> hey, what, what, hey, how'd you get born? My dad wore Stetson. <laughs> uh, he was, a, to get this, he was a walk-on tryout in his freshman year, and he ended up being the starter by his senior year. He finished 17 of 26 for 226 yards and no INTs. Here's a good guy story about Tom Brady. Now, we all know Tom Brady's the GOAT, right? Greatest of all time. The guy's 44 years old, won a Super Bowl last year after moving from the New England Patriots, uh, moving over to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So football is no different than a lot of other industries uh, where you have an incentive-based contract. People that work in sales will be familiar with this, where you're not paid hourly. You're paid uh, if you get a certain amount of sales, you get a bonus, right? Yep. There are a lot of jobs like this. It's incentive-based. If you, as even at a shoe store, if you sell X amount of sh- shoes, you will get a bonus. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it works. So in football and in professional sports, you have a lot of incentive-based contracts. For instance, if you happen to win an award, you will get extra money. The team will in- incentivize you by giving you more money if you win these things. If you have a certain amount of throws, if you have a certain amount of interceptions, a certain amount of tackles, whatever it may be. So Rob Gronkowski, the Gronk. Oh, I love him. We all know the Gronk, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Guy's a beauty. Yeah, he's amazing. In his contract, he needed X amount of catches in a season in order to make a bonus of a half million dollars. $500,000. Oh, my God. All right. So he was one shy. Buccaneers are winning the football game in the fourth quarter. Now, because it's the last game of the season, you usually try and rest your stars. You'd pull, especially when you got a big lead, you pull them out of the game, sit them on the sidelines, and you let your B squad go in. So, fourth quarter, Bruce Arians, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is getting ready to send out his B squad. Tom Brady's 44 years old. He's no spring chicken. You can actually see him mouth to Bruce Arians going, I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. And he throws on his helmet and he goes out for another play just so he can throw one more ball to Rob Gronkowski so he can get that half million dollar bonus. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, awesome. listen, I know we're talking half million dollars and listen, does Gronk really need it? Probably no, not. But do you think Gronk whispered to Tom Brady being like, hey, if you throw that to me, I'll give you a hundred thousand? <laughs> listen, man. Wow. I got I got a cell phone bill that's really piling up, and I need this catch. Please, please, please. 
He's like, I, don't no, think I that's just happening. bought this $6 million house and I need to pay my mortgage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So good guy, Tom Brady, on that one. Uh, and, eh, there's not no, a lot of times I, where I, you can back talk I, your coach. But. I, I feel like there was... There was a there was a hidden deal there. Like Gronk and Tom, they were like, "Hey, you throw it to me, oh, I'll give you a hundred thousand. Well, no, they're yes. best buddies. They're I mean, best buddies. There's no money in there. Uh, I guarantee you. It was like he was doing if that. If anything, for, it listen. was like the impending doom of him knowing that he wouldn't be able to buy his wife the new spring collection of Versace. Yeah. So and she was gonna leave him. And Tom's like, No, buddy, no, we're gonna save that marriage, man. Don't worry. Now listen, uh, I'm getting a little, uh, up there in age as far as uh, how many years I've been doing this uh, this whole industry gig and working in radio, and I have hosted so many bloody dinners that I cannot remember where this story came from. But it was a hockey dinner that I was emceeing, and there was somebody speaking, and they were a goaltender, and I wish I could remember who it was. But they told a story about how it was a semi-pro hockey, and this one dude needed one more goal to get a big incentive in his contract, and they knew this, but he played on the opposite team. So this goaltender says, I saw him coming down the right wing, and I knew he needed one more goal in order to get this bonus. So I just, I tried to get as skinny as possible, and I closed my eyes when he shot the puck, just so we could try and get that goal. I just stood there, and he hit me right in the middle of the pads. Oh, my there's God. N- there's nothing else I could have done to try and help this guy get his bonus. <laughs> That's amazing. And he hit me in the middle of the pads. It was a super funny story. I wish I could remember who that was. If anyone remembers that story or knows who that was, please send a text message. Does that happen to- often in sports, though? Like, will they, like... They have bonuses and they will just do things just to get a bonus that we don't even realize. Yeah, actually, there's another great story. And again, I cannot remember. I, honestly, I think I've forgotten more about hockey than you probably know. Um, <laughs> just because of all the stories that I've heard. But there's another one about a guy who was... And again, keep in mind, it all depends what your role is on the team. There is a guy who was an enforcer on a hockey team. Like His role was to be a tough guy. His role was to go out there and intimidate guys. So his incentive was he had to have a certain amount of penalty minutes. In order oh, to get what? incentive, so he just yeah. threw. He threw. Hmm. A, he got a penalty. So what he did, he was actually about fifteen minutes shy of getting this huge bonus. So in the third period of the game, it wasn't even his turn to go out. He jumped over the bench in the middle of the play and two-handed a guy across the ankle so he could get a ten-minute misconduct, a oh, five-minute major, and thrown out of the game. So he made sure he got his bonus. Okay, like, what the heck? And my whole it's life nutty. is a lie. <laughs> That's that's wow. weird. All right. Uh, coming up next hour, I'll tell you more about Novak Djokovic and where he sits right now in the whole uh, Australia and uh, interesting stuff. Music news you can use. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. For January 11th, 2022. Billie Eilish, Phineas O'Connell, and Hans Zimmer were the big music winners at this year's Golden Globe Awards. This year's ceremony, which took place Sunday night, was held as a private event following controversy over organizer the Hollywood Foreign Press Association's diversity and practices with no major stars attending. However, Eilish and her brother took home Best Original Song Award for No Time to Die from the James Bond film of the same name. This makes it the third Bond song to win the award following Adele's Skyfall and Sam Smith's Writing on the Wall from Spectre and a frontrunner to take the Oscar given the two previous efforts went on to win at the Academy Awards. Hans Zimmer, who also composed the score for No Time to Die, took home Best Original Score, though for his separate work on Dune, making it his third win after taking home the award for The Lion King in 1995 and Gladiator in 2001.
John Legend has become the latest artist to sell rights to his recording catalog in a big money deal. According to Bloomberg, the companies KKR and BMG have each acquired a 50% stake in Legend's catalog for an undisclosed fee. The two companies first came together to purchase the publishing rights and back catalog of ZZ Top last month, while BMG have also recently acquired the rights to the back catalogs of Mick Fleetwood, Tina Turner, and Motley Crue. Another huge catalog sale recently came from the estate of David Bowie, who sold the late singer's publishing catalog to Warner Chapel Music for a price reported to be upwards of 250 million US dollars. Other artists who have sold their rights elsewhere include Paul Simon, Bob Dylan, and Bruce Springsteen. And finally, Shania Twain has congratulated Taylor Swift after Swift broke her long-standing U.S. chart record. As of last week, Swift is now the female artist with the most weeks at the top of the Billboard Country Albums chart. Quote, tweeting an announcement of the news, Twain wrote, quote, Let's go, girls. Proud of you, Taylor Swift. Historical records are meant to be made and then broken. The baton is meant to be passed on to new generations. Unstoppable young female country artists are fire in spite of the hurdles, unquote. Late last year, Swift broke another Billboard chart record, taking the title for the longest number one entry on the Billboard Hot 100 to date with All Too Well, the 10-minute version, which appears on last month's Red, Taylor's version. The record was previously held by Don McLean's American Pie. That's music news you can use for January 11th, 2022. For more music news, search music news you can use wherever you podcast. I'm Dave Wheeler. Wheeler in the morning. I think we've all had that friend, whether it be in high school or college or any point in your life, that uh, people just enjoy a trip. And I'm not talking about, uh, you know, going to Mexico in February. I'm not talking about that kind of trip. I'm talking about going on a psychedelic trip. We've all had that friend, right? Oh, yeah. It's just you, you just kind of accept them for who they are. And they do their thing, and they're a good person, but uh, they may, you know, disappear for a couple of days, and you're like, oh, they're probably out on a trip. Yeah. Right? I can't I say, we, I, we, I don't think I have any friends like that. <laughs> Not a oh, couple really? of days. Like, it'll be like, oh, where'd he go? That's crazy, man. And then you're like, oh, he's over there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. That person. Yeah, yeah, that person. <laughs> yeah, whoa, man. Oh, it was awesome. I didn't know where I was, and I woke up in a ditch. It was awesome. <laughs> Uh, I had a friend who has uh, since passed. His name was Ashley Chisholm. The guy was an absolute scholar. Before he went on a trip, when I'm talking psychedelic trip, the guy would do a mass amount of research on what he was doing, what to expect, how to recover, mm-hmm. how to be safe, all that kind of stuff, right? He was he was an absolute scholar. But he was the one that uh, we kind of looked at going, I can't believe that guy's still alive. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, and it's interesting. The Canada has been, um, I'd say, a front runner in the world, especially with the legalization of marijuana, which is now, uh, what are we, in year two, year three now? It's year three. Yeah. Year three, I think. Yeah. yeah. Pretty incredible. And the uh, the government of Canada has now approved not only the use of magic mushrooms, but MDMA for medicinal use. Yeah. What? It's actually interesting. I was reading a little bit more into this, and apparently um, they were both 
previously things that some doctors have been given the green light to use in really, really extreme cases. But now it seems like they're opening it up a little bit more where regular physicians that have patients that suffer from extreme cases of depression um, or anxiety or really bad PTSD and stuff that have tried other options, but those options have failed to yield a positive result. Now this is another option that they can try, which has actually scientifically, clinically been proven uh, to be really, really successful in most patients, uh, especially when combined with other things like going to therapy and whatnot, too. Well, I, I don't think all of us will agree with this next statement I'm going to make, but when it comes to prescription medication, it's not a one-size-fits-all situation. There no. are some things that work for people and some things that don't work for people. And I'm not saying it's the mass majority, but I think there are a good number of people that would really benefit. And we've seen it with cannabis, with mm-hmm. the legalization of cannabis, how it just kind of really, for some people, just balances them out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just brings normalcy to their life in a somewhat natural way rather than a synthetic way Mm -hmm. of a lot of these prescription meds. I mean, instead of taking, you know, a little cocktail of pills every single day, someone, you know, smoking a reefer could really improve their lives on a day to day. I'm talking PTSD, uh, you know, patients in particular. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people down in the United States with the VA, the Veterans Association, who unfortunately are forced to take a lot of these prescription drugs. And a lot of them have walked away from the money that they would get from the VA because they said, that's not working for me. I'm just going to smoke weed instead. And it's been a huge impact on their life for the better. So the fact that they're even opening this up for uh, medicinal use, I think, is great. Mm-hmm. But now I think and on the other side of the coin, I think it's a slippery slope because same way as cannabis was approved for medicinal use, now it kind of starts the conversation of, well, why not just legalize it for recreational use then? Yikes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I no, don't it know. does, though, doesn't I'm it? I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like, yeah, if you but look that's, in, that's a little bit harder than, I don't know. If, I, if you look into uh, places like Portugal and other parts of the world where they have uh, decriminalized a lot of drugs, um, like I, I truly think if you do your research into it, um, there are a lot of really positive effects that that can have and that doesn't mean that everybody's out there doing all these things right but it it has been shown to have a lot of really positive involves uh sorry positive results on the community and i will say as somebody i've always been super super open about this um i've struggled with depression for the vast majority of my life i have that pill cocktail that i take every morning um i'm really really a big advocate for ending the stigma on that and and truly for anybody that that is in a situation where it is so extreme that your physician is prescribing you now to take um, something like MDMA or psilocybin or, or whatever it may be. Um, you know, I'm I'm a really big advocate for, for doing whatever the heck you need to do to get you feeling 110% again. So I do think that this is a really good step uh, for the Canadian government uh, to finally recognize that too, because for years and years, you've stumbled upon a random article on Facebook or something that has been about this. Um, so I think it's really great that they're actually looking at some of those studies and those numbers, because it is something that's been researched since ancient times it's been used for medicinal use since ancient times there is so much science behind it um, and it has been very very positive especially in low quantities obviously um, like what they're going to be prescribing for patients here so i I think it's great i really do just to give you just to give you an indication i was reading a uh, an article uh, in a magazine i actually read a magazine can you believe that with i know it had a cover and a back and pages in between and advertisements in there Uh, and it was a snowboarder who had injured himself uh, while snowboarding and the recovery was going to take upwards of eight months because he had blown out his knee 
And he got really depressed because he couldn't go out and do the thing that he loved. And somebody suggested that he microdose mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I've heard of uh, that lots. during his recovery. Yeah, and he said it was incredible because not only uh, did it pull him out of that depression, but it got him hyper focused. He goes, he was literally only able to focus on one thing at a time, and what he focused on was his recovery. And he ended up recovering inside of four months. Mm-hmm. He cut his recovery time in half. Because he was so dedicated to doing the exercises that was given to him by his physiotherapist. And he said without it, he probably would have never recovered 100%. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Really, really curious what you think about this. This is a really big move from Health Canada. You can give our loud line a call, 204-478-8040. We're getting to those calls in the next couple of minutes. Energy 106. All right, getting into the meat of the program here. Uptown Alley, $25 gift card to give away. Remember Evander Kane? Remember that guy? <laughs> How could we forget Evander Kane? Are right, you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, Winnipeg Jet for a period of time. He had his uh, fair share of, uh, we'll call incidents while he was here in the city. Uh, where's he going to go? What's going to happen with Evander Kane? I'll have that coming up in sports, and we'll update you on the whole Novak Djokovic situation. Taylor Swift lands in music news you can use, and we kick off the 7 o'clock hour with your voice on our radio station, The Loud Line, here on Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Let's get it. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. One thing that's pretty cool about um, this day and age, and this is uh, this is for you two, you millennials, and I love this because uh, when it comes to radio, we've always gone with this classic metric of sending out diaries and making phone calls and trying to figure out who's listening at what times and where they're listening from and blah, 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 blah. But one thing that's really cool about this day and age, especially with podcasting, and that's something that I've been really into over the past four years, five years, is that we know exactly where you're listening. Yeah. And the thing is, you don't have to be inside of our catchment area as far as our transistor radio and our big tower to listen. You can listen to the podcast anywhere in the world. You can listen on Mars. Right. As long as you got a connection, right? Yeah. So it's pretty neat where we, when we get to look into the back end. Now, uh, obviously, uh, the biggest listening audience for our podcast is in Winnipeg. Uh, big listening audience in Edmonton, Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, believe it or not. Oh. Yeah. Hey. So it goes, it, in order, it goes Winnipeg, Edmonton, Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver. And then how, we've got what? I was just going to be, how, how was your rent? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Really pricey. <laughs> that sucks. It's just inflation. Yeah. Uh, so then, obviously, you know, you got the Selkirks, the Steinbacks, the Mordens, the Brandons, uh, you know, Morris, Carmen, Winkler, Thompson, uh, Bloom Nort, uh, a lot of the the Manitoba, oh. Saint Gap, a lot of the Manitoba. Yeah, it's a lo- lot of Manitoba communities uh, that that aren't inside of the broadcast. Is there not range a single world. Swan River on there? Because if not, I'm going and I'm driving five hours. Let me tell you here. So we got uh, Marchand, Manitoba. We got Cooks Creek, Manitoba. Ashern, Rivers, Russell, Dauphin, Stony Mountain. There's a Russell mm. before a Swan River. So Verdon, you're telling me Saint that Anne. my hometown of Swan River, there's not even a single person. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Rivers is just my uh, my sister's best friend and her family. Oh. <laughs> uh, Somerset, Manitoba. Notre Dame de Lord, Manitoba. We got Grunthal. We got Erickson. We got Austin. We got Minnedosa. We got St. Laurent. Uh, Petersfield, Rosser, Sandy Lake, Gimli, Peguis, Lockport, Portage La Prairie. Oh, there's no Swan River. I'm going down the what? list here, man. Uh, Treehern, uh, Amaranth. And what else we got here in Minnesota? Oh, there is no Swan River, Tyler Carr. <laughs> so nobody words, in Swan River. Then stop writing articles about me. Chris. <laughs> if you're not going to support me on the radio, then stop caring. I'm Chris kidding. texted in and said, does Swan River have internet? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but the ones that fascinate me, and, and it's not a huge audience, but it's just like, you know, like one person. For instance, in Helmstad, Halland County of Sweden. That's wild. Yeah. 
somebody that listens to the podcast in Columpton, Devon, in the United Kingdom, over in England, there's somebody that listens to the podcast. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, Runcorn, Halton, somebody listens to the podcast. Uh, oh, Lumsden, Saskatchewan. That's not a big deal. Well, I mean, at uh, least we know if we ever want to travel, uh, we have somebody's couch to sleep on, maybe. Oh, no, totally. I'm, I'm getting messages from people in Swan River that listen live. Ah. Okay. Oh, yeah, listening online. Yeah, that's Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's Denver, fair. Colorado, which is kind of neat. Where is Whirl Birkenhead? I have no idea. Let me Google that. That's Whirl hilarious. Birkenhead is another town in England. Wow. Sounds like we're beefing up in England a little bit. That's cool. Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, New York, New York. Come wow. on. Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. My hometown of Fort McMurray, Alberta. That's cool. Cabo San Lucas, Baja, California, Sur. That's hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, what is, what is Tallinn? Tallinn, Tallinn. I don't know. Interesting. I'm going to Google that. Tallinn, Tallinn in Estonia. Wow. Huh. So hmm. cool. Hmm. With Dorset, Sherburn. I actually know Sher- a guy who's from Winnipeg who lives in Estonia right now. Really? Um, yeah. Maybe him it's and, him. Uh, maybe him and his uh, brother, though. They had a big thing where Estonia wanted to have like like purebred, essentially Estonians. So him and his brother graduated from like high school in Winnipeg. That's they, not eugenics they, at all. <laughs> they have Estonian in their Thanks, blood. Adolf. <laughs> so they moved there, and uh, yeah, they they live there now. So interesting. Man, I. Kind of reminds me of some of those uh, Hutterite colonies with the white sheet and the hole in the middle. Jeepers. Okay, Handmaid's what? Tale, chill. You've, ne- you've, you've never heard those, uh, those urban legends? I have watched Handmaid's Tale. Yes, I have. Never mind Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> that happens here in Canada. Let's get to allegedly, the loud line. Allegedly. <laughs> Energy 106 presents The Loud Line. Leave a message for Wheeler, Jasmine, and Tyler. Call 204-478-8040. 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the morning. Weekdays on Energy 106. Maybe you listen live and you want to give a shout out to your hometown where you are right now. You can call the loud line and do that at 478-8040. Again, that number to call is 478-8040. Uh, we got one call on the loud line today, and uh, he's uh, not uh, very happy. Let's uh, put it that way. Hey, uh, what is going on in Winnipeg? I wish I never came back to Winnipeg. I wish I had stayed in Vancouver. This mayor is a bummer. Uh, there are so many accidents on the street. My street street is the worst. I go through my street every day in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. Are you kidding me? I haven't seen the city so badly. My this mayor has to get out. Okay. So I, I think the gist of it is he's... He's upset he lives in Winnipeg. He wished he stayed in Vancouver. He drives to the gym and the roads are bad. You know what I have to say to you, my friend? I implore you to go and like look up a travel Manitoba type of shindig on Google and find something cool to do because Winnipeg is awesome. Well, never mind that. Listen, you know what the West Coast looks like right now? Seriously, yeah. go go Google yeah. what it looks Try like on the coast. Driving there, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they're they're literally moments away from calling in the military because they're so they're like, what is all this white stuff? I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, ah, how am I gonna get my Starbucks? Well, and that's the thing is like Winnipeg. Yeah, the roads are crappy, but like at least it only takes you a max of fifteen minutes to get anywhere. Exactly. Like, well, what are you gonna live in Vancouver? It's gonna take you an hour just to drive to work. It's actually fitting that he called in this morning because uh, it's an unwritten rule here in Winnipeg that uh, he, uh, they who drive first set the lines for the day. Yeah, especially true. after a snowfall. Well, okay? and if, so, it, if it's this last snowfall, it's cemented in the yeah. roads. If yeah. we've learned anything, 
So coming up in about an hour, we're actually going to go through a list of unwritten rules that we go through here in this city and this province. If you have any suggestions as far as unwritten rules, rules that are, you know, you just, you just know them as a Winnipegger, as a Manitoban. Text them in, 204-452-1061. If you want to call the loud line, here is the number to call. Got something to say to Wheeler in the morning? Call the loud line and leave a message. 204-478-8840. Is it time? Can we do it? Can we do it? Is it time? Can we do it? I know what makes your mom happy. Oh, uh, yeah. I know what makes you, I know what makes your mom happy. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Do it. Time for... Listen, I'm curious to know. Do me a favor. If you are a uh, fan of the show and you listen on a regular basis, when it comes to our tear-away-a-day calendar... That we tear away every single day. It's courtesy of Mama Car up there in Swan River. It was a Christmas gift left under the tree. Caused a lot of drama in the car household on Christmas morning because there was three of them. And one of them was snafu'd by, uh, by, by Baby Car. Yeah. Baby Car. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? Mm-hmm. I do. And then the other two were uh, split uh, between uh, uh, the studio and Tyler Carr's home. Do you like the bit or would you rather us go to like a national taco day? Oh God! No, I'm I'm gonna no. actually speak for us. We're not going to a national taco day. Okay, good. No, we're too far in our careers. All right, for today, Tuesday, January eleventh, twenty twenty two. If life gives you lemons, then be thankful for it. I have been getting only the peels for as long as I can remember. <laughs> what? <laughs> like the lemon peels? Yeah. Well, I'm. <laughs> My wife's allergic to lemons. And what? Lemons. I thought it was yeah. just oranges. Citrus in general, oh, really. Okay, fair. Yeah, it's been getting better ever since she did the metabolic reset. It's been getting better, but she still uh, has a slight reaction, so mm. she tries to stay away. My mom is allergic to fruit that has a peel. What? So All like, fruit has a peel. Well, I mean, I don't know. Is, is she, she allergic to bananas? Uh, maybe it has to be cooked. So okay. like, she can eat like an apple cooked pie. bananas. No, but like an apple pie and stuff. Banana bread. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Do you have any allergies? Me? Uh, Who are you looking? Either at? of you. Um, either of you. Tyler does. I mean, yeah, I have a few. I actually have a weird one. Orange buns. My mom made them when I was like, mm. What is an orange bun? It's a, because remember, she has to cook all the fruit. Mm-hmm. So she made buns that have like citrus in them. They're actually really good. I, I enjoyed them a lot. And I had them when I was young. And I broke out in hives. I It was very really? scary. It was very, very scary. So she can only have cooked fruit and you can only have uncooked fruit. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. weird. I turn yeah. into I, a I try not to after think midnight. Of, yeah, I try not to think about it. <laughs> Do you have any allergies, Jasmine Lane? Um, no, nothing that I'm aware of, really. I definitely have a weird reaction to seafood, but I don't think it's an allergy. I think it's more so um, I never had seafood until I was in my 20s, and uh, the taste of it is just so out of this world to me that it just makes my throat feel all funny. Um, I used to lie and say that I was allergic to my sister's cat, but that's just because I didn't like it. Yeah, I feel like my uh, sister says that too. Yeah, yeah, and, like and she... even that one too. Like I literally was like, I I remember going to the doctor as a kid, and my doctor was like, "So you're allergic to your sister's cat?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Well, what about your cat?" And I'm like, "Oh no, me and Tigger. I, I'm not allergic to Tigger. I'm just I'm just allergic to Smokey." And my doctor's like, "That's not how that works." Uh, yeah, that's not how allergies <laughs> work. Funny enough, I do have a mild energy to both uh, allergy to both cats and dogs. Um, it, it, mild to the point of like if they if I get scratched, I, I will really major inflamed. Or if I get their dander anywhere in my eyes, I'll go Fair. like completely puffed up. But for the most part, I'm, I'm okay. But I do have a, a really weird one. It's a it's an immunity actually. Uh, they call it an allergy, but it's immunity to amoxil. 
Oh, I don't medication. Know what that is. Oh, because you've Amox- taken it too much? Like amoxicillin? No, like since I, yeah, since I was a kid. Oh. I've, had, I've had an immunity to it. It does nothing. Huh. Yeah, huh. very odd. That Why are we talking we? about this? I yeah. we got yeah, way, because sorry. we were talking about lemons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, let's give away some bowling <laughs> gift certificates, shall we? 204-452-1061. Uptown Alley, your chance to win a $25 gift card as we play Um, Uh, Oh, game we haven't played in a little while. What we're going to do is we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. We are going to give you a topic, a random topic, and on the spot... You got to talk for 30 seconds without saying those traditional transitional sounds that we make in the English language that are um, uh, and uh, um, 204-452-1061. That's the number to call. Can I give the topic? Sure. Okay. 204-452-1061. We'll likely need a few of them unless somebody absolutely nailed, knocks it out of the park on the first try. What's your name on the phone? They hung up. There you go. Well, what's your name on the phone? (laughs) Hello. What's your name? What is it? Sherry. Okay, Sherry, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Jasmine Lane is going to give you a topic. you got to talk about said topic for 30 seconds without saying um, uh, or oh. What is the topic, Jasmine Lane? Bowling. Go. Go. I went bowling, and it was really great. I put a lot of balls down the lane. It was really fun. My friends got really excited when I got a all-in-one. I cheered really loudly. Hooray. I will love to go bowling if you guys gave me tickets to this bowling ticket thing competition. I'm really excited to get bowling tickets. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say she knocked it out of the park. There, no. But you it was like a ground rule double. Yeah, you didn't say um, uh, or oh, though. There, there, was a, there was a little ah, uh, but you know what? You made it we'll through. Give it to you. That was amazing. Are you sweating? Pardon? Are you sweating? Yeah, my stomach is in knots. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good job, though. You win yourself $25 to spend at Uptown Alley. Hang on the line. We're going to grab some details from you. And, of course, if you want to go to Uptown Alley, we will have chances for that for the rest of this week. This is the Newsbeat. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Canada Post is experiencing something, and it's probably going to affect you. More on that after this. First, though, the U.S. has a... Advo- a- what am I saying? Has what, have they done? what have they done? The U.S. has advised Americans. Like, why did I just turn into that? Anyway, um, <laughs> they have advised Americans to avoid travel to Canada as it uh, has been added to their list of 80 riskiest places to travel right now due to COVID-19. In other news, the Canadian government is also advising all Canadians who are experiencing COVID-19 symptoms to avoid getting their booster. It can actually have some adverse reactions if your body is already fighting the virus um, do your research I don't know yeah that's a, I've heard about that for a little while especially people that have had COVID-19 no, no, no. you're already not allowed too. to do research you're not allowed <laughs> to do research if you do research then you get shamed you have to do everything the government tells you period yeah well, well they're telling you to avoid it if you're having symptoms because it can end up being uh, negative for you this might be a bit of a throwback but remember these girls Mama. 
The Pussycat Dolls, a sensation in the era of low-rised jeans and glitter pockets. Well, they were planning a reunion tour, but then the lead of the female group, Nicole Scherzinger, announced that it was going to be canceled due to the pandemic. The announcement was the same time that the other four members of the group found out that they were out of a job. Uh, so I think that's a little interesting. Maybe goes to show that the reunion wasn't a good idea if their communication well, as a team was that bad. I reported on this in Music News You Can Use a couple of months ago, and apparently Scherzinger was like, yeah, I'm going to take 80% of the profits. Yeah. And they were, what? She's like, yeah, I feel like I deserve it. Yeah. So let's do it. Yeah, I there mean, was a whole lot of money issues. She is the top lead. Like, without her, nobody really cares She's about She's really them. the only girl from the group that ended up doing anything with her life after the fact, too. The other ones have had some very minor backing roles, but Nicole's, like, the only one that anybody would actually really recognize or anything because she's hosted a couple TV shows and stuff like that since I don't know either way no reunion tour does anybody Aww. care maybe I don't know it wasn't mom, coming to Winnipeg my mom might be sad about it as yeah. anybody that I know that might be if it was coming to Canada Life Center then yes yeah <laughs> The autopsy of Betty White has given us a cause of death. She suffered a... She's 99. Do we need a cause? She was 99. She suffered a cerebrovascular accident, which was the result of a blood clot or broken blood vessel in the brain, uh, depriving it of oxygen. It was also revealed that White experienced a stroke six days before she passed. Um, But she recovered very well from the stroke and everything was fine until it wasn't. Um, So unfortunately, yes, something like that. If you get a cough when you're... 99 you're concerned yeah you're 99 yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he's like oh i had a stroke i recovered really quickly no you didn't you're 99 <laughs> still anyway, sad at least we have an answer for uh, people who were wanting one if a package is late you can thank staffing issues for that canada post has announced they are experiencing some delays over the next couple of weeks with the amount of staff who are self-isolating they're looking into reducing some of their hours at some locations or even temporarily closing some of the lesser used post offices to help put staff where they are more needed in this time. Newsfeed is sponsored by <laughs> I Frank's I saw people Pizza. that haven't gotten my Christmas card and I sent it two weeks before Christmas yeah. and they live in Canada. So, yeah. cool. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. It's uh, always next year. Always yeah. next year. I told, just like, tell I, them not to open it till next year. Just change the it'll, date. Yeah. <laughs> it'll still look good on the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's Pizza has three locations and uses Bothwell cheese and leaves you hungry for more. For takeout or delivery, visit frankspizza.ca. Shout out to Kelly, who makes that dough fresh daily every single morning. Morning, Kelly. She listens to the show every morning. She's Aww. awesome. Okay, let me give you a quick recap on the whole Novak Djokovic situation. He is the number one ranked tennis star in the world. He is tied with Rafa Nadal and uh, Roger Federer for 20 Grand Slams. Um, that, that's the equivalent of a major major win. You know, there's a bunch of tournaments, but when you win like a Grand Slam tournament, that's like a, that's like a major mm-hmm. tournament. Okay? So he's tied. Those three guys are tied right now. Going into the Aussie Open, that's a Grand Slam. And uh, if he won, it would be his 10th Aussie title. And it would be his 21st, putting him basically at the top of the heap. Greatest tennis player of all time. So he had COVID last month in December, recovered, natural immunity, filled out all of it. Because as we know right now, Australia is basically a COVID prison. Like they are really, 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 strict. really strict. Thank you, Jasmine mm-hmm. uh, on their, their uh, mandates and whatnot. So he fills all his paperwork. He's got his visa. He's got his medical exemption. Everything's good to go. Shows up in Australia. They're like, I might. Where's your uh, proof of vaccination? And he's like, no, 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 had COVID. I'm good. Filled all my paperwork. They're like, nah, nah, not good enough. So they throw him in detention. Not only did they throw him in detention, they canceled his visa. So then they throw him in a quarantine hotel. 
He is officially out now. He's out of that quarantine hotel. The lawyers for Novak Djokovic said, what else did you want the guy to do? Like, he filled out all of the paperwork. He did everything that was asked. But the government still doesn't think it's good enough. They are thinking about canceling him. I mean, literally canceling him. That's actually the word that they used, where not only would he be deported out of the country, he would be suspended from coming back to the country for three years. Now, it's interesting. One of the guys that he's tied with... As far as Grand Slam wins, Rafa Nadal said he should be able to play, period. There's no doubt. Now, it's interesting, Jasmine Lane, you were talking about how the whole booster shot, like if you uh, have uh, symptoms, you shouldn't get a booster shot. Yeah. There's there's also, uh, for, this is from Health Canada, and, and a bunch of health professionals, WHO, saying that if you have if you have had COVID, that you, also you should probably wait about yeah. six months before you even think about getting any type of shot, whether it's your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, mm-hmm. seventh, whatever it is, you should probably wait about six months. So he wouldn't even qualify. Mm-hmm. For getting a shot because he had it last month. Here's another thing that they brought up. And this is how nutty things are getting. They're like, yeah, he had it, but he, he just tested positive and he had mild symptoms. It only counts if you had it really bad. If you had COVID really bad and recovered, then you have natural immunity. Like, this yeah. literally, it's a circus. And that's what Rafa Nadal called. He goes, it's an absolute circus. Uh, Rafa, or uh, sorry, Novak Djokovic was pictured uh, training. He is out. He's on the court. Will he get to play? Who knows? That tournament starts in less than a week. On the 17th, we start playing for the uh, the Aussie Open. Crazy. Like, it's absolutely insane what's going on down there. I, I have to be honest. It's a really unfortunate situation. I mean, say what you want to say about, um, about whatever your views are about what's going on is your views. But at the end of the day, he did everything right. So it's very yeah. disappointing that he did everything right. right by their standards and he was still slapped anyway. Um, that yeah. just sucks. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it's quite the racket down there. Huh? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what? Sponsored by Vernos Autobody. Find them at the top of the waterfront. Front full mechanical and courtesy cars are available. You're part of the family at Vernos Autobody. So this is interesting. Uh, there are many parts in the world. These even ha- This even happens in Canada and in some families. Um, arranged marriages. Mm. They happen all the time. All the time. But no, no, no. Not for uh, Muhammad, who is from London. Uh, he's 29 years old. And he is... Uh, his parents are trying to, to arrange a marriage for him right now with the family that they have approved of. But uh, Muhammad actually has quite a bit of money of his own. And he has a very successful career and all these things. So he has actually set up billboards across the city that are a picture of him. And it says, save me from an arranged marriage Yikes. on it. And wow. then it links to a website where he describes what his ideal wife would be and also the criteria that his ideal wife has to meet in order for his parents to approve to get him out of the arranged marriage with this other woman that he really doesn't love or want to be with or even really know. Who decides who's getting married in an arranged marriage? It's usually the parents. Parents, Um, Again, you know, this isn't something that I am culturally super sound to, but from what I do know of it, it's typically the parents and it'll be another family, maybe a wealthy family or friends of the family, something like that, where you happen to have some children that are within a reasonable age difference. Imagine being on the other side and this guy's throwing up billboards <laughs> talking about how much you. he doesn't want to be I, with that's you. That's too. I'm sure she's a lovely lady, yeah. just not his lady, you know? <laughs> and he's well, like, keep, get well, keep me in mind, out! A lot of these families that arrange the marriages, their marriage was arranged, so it's just normal. You know, you, you learn to yeah. love that person. Huh. 
Oh, uh, it's, it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. There's so many grandparents and stuff. Like, go down your family tree, and I'm willing to bet a good majority of people will find that their great-grandparents or something like that had an arranged marriage. Like, it is so, so common. It's insane. But it is so true. You actually, so many times you end up, because your parents aren't setting you up for failure, right? They're setting you well, up for somebody who's, not go, to. who's going to ideally advance your family in society. Yeah, That's but usually do, how it goes. Do, uh, so. do parents always know 100% no. what you're looking for? I oh mean, my, well, they don't, you, they, if my mom picked no. my boyfriends, no. oh my god. No, I, well, let's be honest, Jasmine, you might, you might be better off, let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> Energy 106. Okay, so there's a, a Catholic tradition that it's, it's kind of like mini Christmas, uh, and I think it was on January 6th, but it was the day that three wise men uh, visited Jesus, and a lot of Catholic faiths still... Uh, it, 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 a lot of Catholic faiths still still practice it. A lot of people will keep their tree up until that day. Okay, so uh, it's a little late, but my wife and I are celebrating Christmas today as our new bed gets delivered. Yay! Yay! Our Christmas gift to each other. Yay! That is honestly one of the greatest feelings is getting a new bed when you oh need one. Like it's different if like yeah. there was just a good sale and you're like, yeah, I could throw this old one in the spare room. But like when you need a bed, oh yeah, ooh. oh, oh. You know, I, I might be late to the show tomorrow. I might. I, I honestly you know what? am imploring. I encourage you to take a full day. Just oh, take a day. I'm going to bed right after dinner. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to bed right after dinner. I'm going to go to bed at like five thirty, six o'clock. I'm going to be like my old man, and I'm going to sleep all the way through until the show. A good solid 12 hours. Best sleep you've had in months. Oh, you're telling me. 804 yeah. here on a Tuesday morning. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Live from the IJL Diamond Studios, 520 Cordon Avenue, HQ of Energy 106, and home of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. If you missed it, uh, we got a nice few days uh, coming up here, which is lovely. Today it's going to be cloudy. Minus four is your high. We're expecting a little bit more snow tomorrow, but still a gorgeous high of minus seven compared to what we're used to. Currently in Winnipeg, uh, we dipped a little lower. We're at minus nine. Something really, really amazing is coming to help you really get the best out of the winter season. I can see this getting a lot of use. Find out what that is in the news feed that's coming up in a little less than 30. I think um, I would say a good majority of people in the city have dealt with theft. That'd be accurate? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say a good majority. Not everybody. I'd say a good majority, whether it be a... uh, Bicycle, smash and grab, porch pirates, whatever it may be. Maybe your heart was stolen. Who knows? <laughs> I mean. Okay, go off. But Tyler Carr, I, I, I have a lot of empathy for you. I oh really my gosh, do. is this about my mat? Yeah. yeah. Oh. What do you think it was about? I don't about? think I'm emotionally ready to talk about this. We need to know so, what has happened. I mean, nothing. It's depressing. Really? Yeah. So to I guess so to just, just to recap, Tyler yeah. Carr j- just moved into a brand new pad out there in Tikona, in the heart yeah. of Transcona. Brand new apartment, everything's awesome, life is good, living on his own, living his best life. Yeah, and then and the uh, floor, and, the, and I was going to say the floor is yours, but apparently it's not. It's not. Uh, I so in this apartment because some apartment buildings you you can't have doormats outside mm-hmm. your door because it's either a a fire hazard or the hallway is too skinny. It, it, there's rules and regulations around doormats, believe it or not. My old place, I couldn't have one. So when I moved to this new one, I saw that every floor people had doormats out. Everybody had like a cute one or, you know, a nice looking one. So I thought, okay, the minute I move in, I can finally put 
my doormat outside my door. And keep in mind, this is one that my sister gifted to me a few years ago. And she said to me, she was like, this doormat is special for when you actually have a place that you can use it in. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it was a Super Mario doormat. Like it had Mario on it. It said, welcome. It was so cute. It was colorful. So I moved into this apartment. I kid you not. It was the first thing I put out. I didn't even unpack. Did it say, let's go inside. Inside. No, uh, (laughs) but I kid you not. I hadn't even unpacked the inside of my place. And that was the first thing I put out. And it was stolen. Completely stolen, gone. And I have no idea where it was. Tina came out. That's my alter ego when I get really upset. And uh, I wrote a note and I, I, I put it in the front entrance. And I'm like, you know, whoever stole my doormat, like that's so not chill. And I got to say, getting something stolen from you is one of the most degrading feelings. Especially right outside oh, your home. It's like yeah, and you somebody so on violated. your floor. It is. It is violating. And so I put that, that notice up a few days ago. Still no return. I do have a second one. It's an old school Nintendo NES doormat that I have out outside my door now but now i'm nervous like i don't even know if i should even have a doormat anymore but it sucks because everybody else has a doormat obviously mine was better but that's why it was stolen but like leave it alone don't touch other people's belongings god it's so annoying so yeah don't have it back yet i have a theory Mm -hmm. (sighs) i think it was nabbit if you know who Nabbit is, you totally understand why Dave said that. <laughs> and probably wasn't Nabbit. Some, some parents are like, who? What? What? Well, here's, here's what you do. You go around. So how, how, many, how many units would you say are in your, your apartment block? There's quite a few. Yeah. There's, there's, door it, to door, man. I know. So actually, uh, my friend Doug does CrossFit um, over in Transcona. <laughs> After he's done one day, I told him he has to come with me, and we're going to go and on every door yeah. and be like, hey, have you yeah. seen this door? Like, I'm mad. I, you know, and it sucks. You should put out like wanted signs with a yeah. picture of your doormat and put them, I'd slide them underneath everybody's my, ha- room. You, my, you, you know how you, you know, you know, you know how you can tell when somebody does CrossFit? Because they'll tell you about it. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> my uh, friend Mackenzie has a theory that it was somebody that was visiting and they, they took it on their way out. Well, because, because truly anybody you're, on your you're floor, not put what, it is, out. what is the purpose of having a doormat? If they, even if they put it on put the, it on inside, the inside of the door. No, because then you would run the risk of any possible yeah. time that the owner walks down the hallway and you happen to leave at the same There's time and no they way. see their doormat. I already walked up all the different floors and I walked by to make sure that nobody accidentally, I don't know, moved it or something weird. I don't know, but it sucks. I was upset. There's also no cameras, so there's no way. But I was going to put a notice on my door being like, I have a door camera. You have 24 hours to return it or I'm releasing the footage online. Good luck. Ooh, but, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if then I would. I, I just, I'm mad. I'm sad. It was such a nice little doormat, but. That's a bummer, man. Yeah, and it's the first, like, you know what? It's like one of those things you move into a new place. You kind of hope that you can trust everybody, mm-hmm. but I guess not. I guess not. I don't you kind of feel like a doormat. Yeah. Feel I've, it, it's like you said it's violating, but yeah. yeah. Hopefully, well, it, if, maybe if the person's listening, bring it back. Don't steal. It's not good. It's it's kind of horrible, actually. So, well, the best it's, thing here is that karma has no deadline. Yeah, so uh, they will get it coming. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Have you seen the guy online who uh, he deals with porch pirates by he created like this little machine where he wants somebody to steal it and it's set up with a whole bunch of cameras and it's uh, it pushes out fart spray and glitter everywhere oh, that's as soon amazing. as it's in the box. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, super that's awesome. That's yes. I actually have a funny... Do we have time for a funny of story about somebody yeah. stealing something? So, um, so this is not actually funny at all, but this is an issue of karma. 
and the the way this is like the sisterhood of the traveling sunglasses is what I'm going to call it because my sister very early on in her tattoo career she had a client that came in and her client had like the nicest sunglasses and they weren't expensive sunglasses at all but they were just a really good shape and she came in with them my sister's like oh my gosh those sunglasses look so good on you I absolutely love those and the girl's like oh my god thank you so much ha 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 funny story I actually stole these from one of my friends because she had like two pairs and like I just it was just one of those things like we went out to the lake and I just kind of I had them on me I was wearing them and I kind of forgot them. them and you know she just never asked for them back so I've just kept them but yeah they're like the best sunglasses and my sister's like that's awesome nice flash forward to like a week after their appointment my sister's cleaning up her room and she sees those sunglasses the girl had actually like tucked them into like a little cubby when she put her stuff down and she forgot to take them and my sister didn't have her phone number this is years ago and uh, my sister had no way of contacting her so she held on to them in the shop for over a year and then finally after a year she's like hey this girl's never come back for any more work i don't know how to contact her at all Whatever. I like these sunglasses. I'm just going to start wearing them. So then in theory, my sister stole the sunglasses. Flash forward two years later, these sunglasses are still around. And I saw my sister with them. I was like, those sunglasses are so nice. And she's like, yeah, they are. Here's a funny story. My client took them from a friend and then she forgot them at the shop. And I waited like a year and then she never came back. So then I just started wearing them. And uh, then I stole the sunglasses from my sister. And then... I had my car broken into and somebody stole the sunglasses for me. So what you're saying is my someone's going to steal my doormat again. It's going to happen. Make, it'll many make it back times. to you eventually. True yeah, story. It'll make it True back. Story. There's no way it's coming back to me. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Give us your review on that album. This one? I, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to sound negative. You can sound negative. It's okay. It's not good. It's a review. It's not good. I'm sorry it's not good. Aside from Timbaland tra- thinks it's got thriller vibes. Yeah, yeah, because Timbaland makes money off of the weekend still. Of course he's going to say that. <laughs> no, it's it definitely, it is, okay, I don't want to say it's terrible, but like compared to like his past art that he's made, this just doesn't stack up. I it's feel, not dancey or anything, really. No, it's more of like a sit and listen. It's, it's not, it doesn't get, feel the weekend. It feels like the weekend is trying to like get into, oh, I want to sound like a little more Michael Jackson and a little more this and a little more that, which is totally fine. But I'm used to the weekend having such an original sound, mm-hmm. and I'm not alone on this. I have definitely my TikTok for you page is always music reviews, and there's quite a few weekend fans that are like, "No, this just ain't it. This isn't the album. This song is really good. I, I love like, this song." I actually, I was well, while we were listening to that, I was just thinking about how much I love the tone of his voice. Like you, like he's he's doing something differently with the way that he's pronouncing words and stuff like that. And I actually I like listening to that, but uh, I, I haven't even listened to the whole album. I can't say anything at all well, and the transitions single. the transitions through each song are amazing but like you can't really credit the weekend on those because he didn't really help with the production yeah, Matt in texted opinion. and he said feels like the weekend is more of a weekday with those songs <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry uh, in my opinion I think the overall sound of the album like it's got a very 80s throwback right like it's got that funk it's got the yeah pedal it's cohesive yeah Sounds like Michael Jackson, like a J- J- Michael Jackson record. Uh-huh. But I still think that the weekend, his vocals, he was closer to Michael Jackson on his first record when it came to his vocals. Oh, like wow. it was eerie. Go back and listen to the first record that won the Grammy for record of the year. He sounded like, like Starboy. Whatever his first record was, whatever, okay. whatever the record was that won uh, for the one Starboy. with um, 
Yeah, the one with the hills and everything on it. Yeah. As soon as he busted out yeah. that glove during his Super Bowl performance, I think it was that was a big defining moment of, ah, yeah. this is what you're going to be going with in the right. future. So Blondie's is shutting down. Sad news. We'll talk to the owner and proprietor. Blondie yourself, coming up after 8.30 this morning. Current time is 8.21. It's Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Good morning. All right, so, so here's her, the deal. Before we do that, uh, Blondie's cat is Isabella. That was the name. Isabella? Yeah, Isabella. Right. We're going to talk to Blondie and her cat. <laughs> Just to give you an indication of how that interview is going to go after 8.30. <laughs> yeah. All the incentive in the world to stick around and hear how that train wreck goes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. All right. So uh, you brought this up, Tyler Carr, in our prep sheet, and I got inspired right away. But uh, you're absolutely right. And the, 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 was you, Jasmine Lane? me. <laughs> oh, nice. Very good. Okay. So uh, you, 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 you kind of brought up a microcosm that happens in a lot of cities where there's just isms. Like, regardless of what city you're in, put the uh, the prefix as your city and then ism at the end. Like, there's Winnipeg-isms, there's yeah. Toronto-isms, there's Vancouver-isms, there's Saskatoon-isms, whatever the isms are. So what are some of the unwritten rules that we have here in Winnipeg? Is- and feel free to uh, to dive in and send us a text message of what you think some of the unwritten rules are of Winnipeg. It was interesting. Uh, I tend to have, I have a brain where I think a lot more than I find most people do about things that don't require any thought whatsoever. And so I find myself often doing things and then questioning why we do these things. And yesterday, somebody let me in in traffic and uh, I actually kind of almost cut them off a little bit. And I'm sorry. And uh, roads were bad. And uh, I I waved out my window and I was like the Winnipeg wave. Why do we do that? Nowhere else have I traveled where drivers will as frequently as we do wave to each other. I've been driving in the United States and I've done the Winnipeg wave and my passengers are like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just saying thank you. And they're like, huh? Like, yeah, why and then are the people catch up to you, you and they're like, why did you wave? And they point did a gun you at you. Flip like, me off? Why? <laughs> um, but just little things like that. And I was just really curious because Winnipeg is such a unique, fabulous city. And like, what are some of the Winnipegisms that we have that like, if you did them with somebody who's not from here around, they would be like, why did you do that? I have a list. Go off. I have a list. Now, keep in mind, January 23rd of this year uh, will be 19 years to the day that I moved to Winnipeg. No way. That's why. January 23rd, 2003. Well, we have to celebrate. What day is that? I'm going to write that down. January 23rd, yeah. Uh, January 23rd. Oh, it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday, yeah. I'll be sleeping. Okay. Sorry. So here are some of the things. These are kind of some of the unwritten rules that I've learned about being in Winnipeg, okay? Never zip or merge. It shows weakness. (laughs) It shows weakness. It shows weakness. The rule is when you move to Winnipeg, you have to forget how to zip or merge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to unlearn. You you go to MPI just to forget forget it. I mentioned this one earlier this morning. Uh, They who drive first in the winter morning makes the lines for the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never, ever speak poorly of dancing Gabe. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, It's a hoodie. Period. Yeah. Facts. No bunny hug BS. Right. Okay, so mm. I don't mean to stop the flow, but my sister posted on Instagram, you know, she moved to Regina. Uh, you wanna uh, know what she you wanna know what she called no. her hoodie? Nope. Guess the letter it starts with. Uh, B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gross. I know. Gross. I'm gonna I'm gonna disown her right away. Yeah, same. Slurpees are a good idea in January. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Year round. Uh, another uh, unwritten rule about uh, Winnipeg. Nobody owns a bike. You just borrow one until someone else needs it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> uh, not necessarily a rule, a more doormat. of a uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you need a doormat. Take Tina's. 
This is more of an observation than it is a rule, but we have the most beautiful women in the country, hands down. There's, oh, yeah. there's not even a contest. I, I, yeah. Honest to God, every time I have like a guy friend or something who's on Tinder and I'm like, let me see, I want to see what the girls on there are like. I am blown away by how stunning so many of the women here are. I don't know if it's our the Mennonite-ness. I don't know if it's the, the Métis. I find indigenous women are freaking stunning. Oh, you mix a little Ukrainian stunning. in there. You mix a little Filipino in there. Oh, you put that in a blender and it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's insane. Insane. Yeah. Uh, turn signals are a suggestion, not a law. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taves, T-O-E-W-S. <laughs> Does not have a V in it, but you will pronounce it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Confusion Corner is there to weed out the tourists. Yes. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. It's to send you home. More unwritten rules of uh, Winnipeg. Empty buildings are okay as long as they're old and ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially downtown. <laughs> you don't have to own a cabin in order to have one. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 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 I'm going to the cabin. You own a cabin? No, but I have one. No, but but I'm going. I know somebody that has one that lets me use it. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh, Never pay full price for anything. Ever. Literally ever. There's always a deal to be made. Don't even pay for a meal. Wait till they offer free meals. Um, Only go out to eat on your birthday. So everything (laughs) is free. Uh, Kids that grow up in the Maples uh, don't move out. They just take over the household. Yeah. (laughs) Same with Bridgewater. (laughs) Funny. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, probably the biggest rule that I've learned uh, since uh, since I moved to Winnipeg 19 years ago, don't make fun of the North End. Don't. (laughs) No. (laughs) This is the Newsbeat. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Something you can do to make the most out of this winter. That's coming up in just a little bit. It's actually really cool. I'm shocked that it is only now coming to fruition. First, though, if you are a true crime fan, you may be familiar with the jinx. There it is. You're corn. Well, uh, we did talk about this a while ago. So Robert Durst, uh, he is the man behind several murders. He managed to skirt his way around the law for much of his life until very recently being convicted after he forgot his mic on during a documentary where he was pleading his innocence and he went to the bathroom and then confessed to the murders while talking to himself in the mirror. (laughs) What an idiot. Um, And so he was charged for those murders very recently. He was sentenced to prison. Uh, This was a huge documentary on on HBO and Crave TV. It was really big a couple years ago. And he has now passed away behind bars at the age of 78. He had a number of health issues before being sentenced. So for a lot of people, this really came as no surprise. But of course, for the victims' families, the justice served of him finally going to prison 40, 50 years yeah. after the fact. And then also dying in prison was, was something that uh, a lot of them viewed as very just. So there's that. If you haven't watched The Jinx and you like true crime, holy moly, it's a trip. You should totally do it. By the way, did you watch Shawshank yet? No, I decided against it. Ah, you're a true crime fan. You'll love it. Okay. Okay. Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Classic. Want to know what I did watch this weekend, though? What? From Dusk Till Dawn. Ooh, good one. George Clooney. (laughs) Classic. Wow, what a film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even though there's been many calls from officials to keep children doing school from home, the province has announced that they will be sticking to their original plan of allowing children back in the classroom on January 17th. So if you are eager to see your friends again... 
Less than one week to go. There's so many kids excited. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely it's amazing. Such a, it's such a hard line to draw, though, because I know a few teachers that are thinking, you know, it should have been extended. And then you have mm-hmm. parents that are like, no, it's good. At least they're, you know, say, they said it was a week and it was actually a week. Yeah. You know, whereas before they would say two weeks and then it was a month. And then yeah. and that's it so would hard be with daycare and yeah. everything. So, well, I've, actually, we're practicing that at our home, too. As you know, we're homeschooling our kids. But just to take extra precaution, my wife sits in the bedroom on her phone and then the kids sit down in the kitchen and front of a uh, laptop and she teaches them remotely that way <laughs> perfect yeah. love that love that getting all the feels <laughs> my goodness what else could they possibly have to tell in this story gray's anatomy has been renewed for a 19th what? season yeah what? even after their stars oh. including ellen pompeo have gone on national television saying that they want the show to be over they had on it. They had made some announcements the last season that really, really made it clear that it was going to be the last season. So the fact that it yeah, got extended is like it's um, it's really not surprising if you look at TV ratings. Like this show no. is still so popular. Well, and even the show's creator and stuff too. Like she's super excited it, to be working on another season. Do any of us three watch it? I stopped watching season six and a half. Dave, have you even seen a full season? Oh yeah, so uh, the girl that I dated before I met my wife, uh, we were big fans of that show and mm-hmm. watched it. And honestly, every time you bring it up, it brings me right back to that moment. And keep in mind that was like yes, 15 I was years say, ago. That was 15 years ago. 15 years ago. It's <laughs> yeah. insane. Like yeah. 19 shades of Grey's Anatomy. It's nuts. <laughs> you were her McDreamy. Yeah, totally. Oh boy. Okay. Manitoba. I was Parks. watching the show when he was on it. <laughs> That's insane. Manitoba Parks has launched a new tool. You know what's weird about that, Dave? Is you're his age now. Oh, whoa. Jeez. Gross. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Manitoba Parks Oof. has launched a new tool to help you explore and enjoy winter to its fullest. This year, an interactive map that covers all of the provincial parks and provides updates on the condition those trails are in. Uh, so if you want to go cross-country skiing or for a walk, snowshoeing, whatever it may be, you can actually go on to uh, this page and find out which trail is best for you that day that's in your area. Each park will be updating the map when trail, trail conditions change, and you can access it online on the Manitoba Parks website. Newsfeed is sponsored by Frank's Pizza, now with three locations. Frank's Pizza uses Bothwell cheese and makes it the way you like it. For takeout or delivery, visit frankspizza.ca. Okay, one thing I love about Winnipeg Jets fans is we are loyal AF. If there is a player that is wearing a Jets jersey, we got your back. Yeah. Front to back. Every time. No doubt. This goes all the way back to the Evander Kane days. There was stuff going around about Evander Kane in the city. He was was skipping out on on bills at Joey's. People were like, no, it's not true. He's a Winnipeg Jet. He would never do that. No, he wouldn't do it. There was things going around that him showing up in a tracksuit and uh, Dustin Bufflin stripping him down and throwing his tracksuit. No, that would never happen. No, never happened. Evander Kane's a great guy. Great guy. That would would never never happen. Never happened. And then as soon as Winnipeg uh, uh, traded Evander Kane, they're like, he's horrible. We don't like Evander Kane. And then it's all these incidents continued on and continued on and continued on and he has a rap sheet that is extremely long so the latest on Evander Kane he was playing over in San Jose and he uh, violated NHL protocols when he used a fake vaccine card and no. lied about his vaccinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was suspended uh, for the first 21 games of the season for that. Uh, he got idiot. sent down to the Barracuda, uh, which is the affiliate team in the American Hockey League. So he screwed up down there as well, uh, where he 
was he tested positive for COVID, so he was supposed to quarantine, but he flew to Vancouver instead, and he was supposed to be back on December 31st, but he didn't show back up until until January 6th, and so eventually the San Jose Sharks was like, enough, enough. So they put him on unconditional waivers, Uh, so when we get put on waivers, it basically means like, hey... Anybody wants this guy and his contract, we'll basically pay for half of the contract no if way. you want to pick him up and put him on your team. So he clears waivers. Nobody wants to touch this guy Literally whatsoever. nobody has... T- oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody's touched him. So he's, he's, he's cleared waivers. He's a free agent right now. But apparently, apparently, not only have the Edmonton Oilers been in conversation, the Toronto Maple Leafs have no. had conversations. No. These are just reports. Uh. These are just reports that uh, they're, uh, Evander Kane's agent has been in talks. Why can't he just disappear? Is that got to make it a living. No, we're sick of He's him. He's allowed to make a living. No, we are sick of him. Yeah. Like, Do something else. Do something less public. Yeah, I was going to say, you are not in the right role. You are not in the right role at all. Like, go work as a bouncer, maybe. But look at, this, look at it this way. Even when he went down and played in the Barracuda, he had eight points in five games. So a team that's struggling right now, like the Edmonton Oilers, if you could add a little bit of scoring punch to your lineup, doesn't matter what big a distraction he Why is. Why does he if suck he... so much? Is it because he's young and got rich so young? Is that what it is? Did he have? Does he have like childhood trauma that he needs to go to therapy for? Like, Why does he suck so bad? Jasmine's asking some really good questions. Like When you are in that sort of a prestigious role, you would think that you would have some sort of respect. Like it is insane to me how he has been as a human being. Well, since and it's he... also insane to me that they just kind of are allowing him to continue to do. We got to get one of his things. Winnipeg ex girlfriends on the show. She can spill oh. all the tea. Yeah, <laughs> call the loud line anytime two zero four four five two or four seven eight eight zero four zero. That's the loud line, or you can text into the show as well. Like we're just friends. Okay, so we're very meta on this show. We we're, we're very meta. Now back in the old days. You'd have to write things down with a pen and paper. Uh-uh. Not yeah. this show. Mm-hmm. We are hip and with it. We have a shared Google document where we do all of our show prep and we share our ideas. And I just want to clarify. I just want to clarify because I saw this on our prep sheet and I want to make sure that it's it's legit. Is it true that we are getting John Reyes on the show on Thursday? No, I'm working on it. He's You're hard working to, on it. Yeah, he's hard to get. He's really hard to get. I believe it. It's like, I also don't think he really wants to talk to anybody right now. <laughs> well, we, we, we know he's not busy shoveling. No. <laughs> okay, that's a promo. Boom. <laughs> by the, Just by the grab way, the, that. <laughs> the memes, the memes that are going around right now online oh. of uh, John Reyes. Like, hey, can we uh, can we subcontract all of Winnipeg snow clearing to John Reyes? Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. We need to get him on. I, I, I called yesterday. His office wasn't open. So we'll maybe try Weird. again today. Mm. What is it? What party is he? I don't know. I don't know. Let me check. Because I was going to say, we all know somebody who works for the conservative party. So if by chance they could have some influence, we might have. Uh, he's an MLA for Waverly. Let's go into his website here. Oh, he's a conservative. Okay. I can tell by the color of his webpage. There you go. I was going to make a conservative joke, but I'm really not in the mood to get political today. So. Uh, it probably would have been funny. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> Something uh, not too funny, though. What? We have a guest on the phone right now. Something yeah, really listen, sad. Let, let, let me tell a quick uh, quick little anecdote here. So uh, we, we mentioned earlier in the show, but I'm coming up on uh, my 19th anniversary of the day I moved to Winnipeg, January 23rd, 2003. And uh, I moved to town to do a uh, show, the Wheeler and Hal show on uh, Once Upon a Time was the Big Bad Rock Station, Power 97, now just known as the Bad Rock Station, Power 97. Um, <laughs> and- <laughs> 
Man, two promos in one go. What did we do to deserve this? That's pretty juicy. So uh, Hal Anderson, if anyone knows Hal Anderson, he's over on uh, the Super Duper Station, CJOB. Uh, he does, uh, does uh, late mornings there. And... Um, he is. He knows the ins and outs of the of the hospitality uh, landscape of Winnipeg, and so he toured me around all of his favorite spots. And one of the first spots, it was inside of the first five restaurants that he took me to. Yeah, it was up on it was up on Main Street, known as Blondie's. Oh, <laughs> known as Blondie's. And we sat down, and Blondie came over, and she sat down. And she said, Hi, how? Like he was regular. Do you remember that? I, I I don't think you do. It was nineteen year, almost nineteen years ago. Do you remember that, Sandy? Uh, I have long-term memory loss. <laughs> I can imagine. I I, I do, for the yeah, amount of I people do, that yeah, you I sat do, down yeah. with, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you All know, right, good chat. Yeah. That was Sandy from... Uh, <laughs> it's early. Listen, you've been doing this. How, how long have you had Blondie's shop open? How long? Yeah. Uh, since uh, September the 4th, 1990. Wow. wow. And you're way, closing your doors. Why? Yeah, why, why are you, you closing your why doors? Why are you closing up? Well, I'm closing up because um, it's not fun anymore with COVID. It's not fun anymore because I can't interact with the customers the way that I like to. I can't sit with them. I can't hug them. I can't talk to them the way that I used to. It's uh, Business has been terrible this past year. Um, it's just, it's not the same. It's It's just not fun for me anymore. And like I say, it's been too long. Like 31 years in this business, it's a really tough business, and and you know I want my life back. Yeah, I well, truly do. Well, and it's interesting to me because uh, you know in this pandemic, you've heard of businesses closing because you know they can't afford the rent or whatever else. I, I I personally haven't heard anybody say you know it's just not fun anymore during COVID. But for you, you really had a business that you based a lot on the interaction that you had with all of your guests. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Like I would be out there. I've known these my customers for thirty years from Aww. when they were came in with their parents as kids and grew up and got married and brought their kids in and you know that was that was my my uh, i would go to work looking forward to them coming in i would sit and talk to them about my travels and what's been going on in my life in their lives and you know that was part of it and you know the physical contact and that was a lot of it and i missed that so much and it was just it wasn't fun anymore and plus you know the the loss of revenue and people were scared to go out and the restrictions were changing and 25 percent capacity and 50 percent capacity and delivery apps taking 32 percent of our sales and our costs going up and it was just like it was a nightmare and just the the fun was gone the light was the light had gone out of my eyes and it just was it was just awful and i just thought you know what this is the time i don't want to do this anymore and you know get my life back and enjoy my grandchildren i haven't seen them in forever i lost my dad this past two years i lost my machine gun my cat of 23 years he was a mainstay of my facebook page everybody knew who machine gun was I couldn't get past that grief. I couldn't get past that loss. It was just everything was Aww. just like yeah. falling apart. It was horrible. Well, listen, Winnipeg is known as a mecca of culinary arts. And and, and the sad part yeah. to me is whenever people bring up uh, Winnipeg and, and, and the culinary arts and the food and everything, there's, a, you know, Dairy Whip, there's Daily Burger, there's Superboys, yeah. there's George's, there's Red Boot, oh, yeah. there's all of these. And Blondie's oh. is always in that conversation for one of the best burgers in Winnipeg. And Winnipeg is going to suffer because you're closing up. Well, I don't know. If, 
I don't know about that. I'm 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 known for for probably the most hated the most hated woman in the city as well. I don't, I don't know about that. There's a there's a community Facebook page in the city that just loves to hate me. I don't know who they're gonna what they're gonna do now without me. Yeah. Hey, yeah, they're gonna have to find somebody new. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, we're we're on the same page on that one. I feel so bad for them. I don't know what they're gonna do. They've only got four days left. Oh, four, only four days. So you only have four more days of you I operating. Only, I only have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. What are Aww. they gonna do? Oh, S- Sandy, Sandy, was there ever any? Was there ever any conversation about you handing it off to somebody or possibly selling it, or was that even I, an option for you? Yeah, I tried to sell it, but I screwed myself so badly because I marketed myself too well. So people were, <laughs> they, were afraid, they were afraid they couldn't be me. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I well, there will myself. only be one Blondies, and oh, uh, we're, happy, we're, yeah, we're really so. sorry. But honestly, the, the happy note is that you get to, like you said, you get your life back, yeah. you get to spend some quality time with family, yeah. and uh, we yeah. wish you all the best in the future. And thank you so much for yeah. your service to Winnipeg over the last 30-some-odd oh, well, years. Thank you. It was a, it was a pleasure, and I, I couldn't have done it without the city and the province and people from all over everywhere that came. I couldn't have done it. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I have to go four days. i got to come and visit you one more time before. Well, they line up around the block starting an hour before I open, so good luck with that one. Oh, guy my. was frozen solid the other day. Oh, my gosh. You would think you're a COVID testing site. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy retirement, Sandy. All the best, okay? We'll Thank talk to you, you soon. Thanks for having me. Have okay. a good day. Bye. <laughs> Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty 1 land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.